This episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast is brought to you by Cedic Run. If you're like me, you've been trying to beat the heat on most of your runs this summer. That's why you need to head down to SDR to get the latest and greatest summer running apparel. SDR has a great selection of tanks, singlets, and cool tees that are going to help make your runs much more comfortable. While you're there, take a look at the beautiful shoe wall to find the trainer that's just right for your foot. Cedic Run has a great selection of Hoka's, Mizuno's, which are one of my personal favorites. I've used them for years. Brooks, Asics, and so many more great brands. And on your way out, grab a pint of You Betcha ice cream or some Crampade. That's right, Cedic Run is one of the only places in town that you can buy those delicious products. And last but not least, be sure to check out the Thursday Night Rhombus Run. Go for a jog from the store and get a free pint of beer at Rhombus Brewery afterwards. That's a really tough deal to beat on these warm summer days. For more details, head to Cedic Run's website or find them on their social medias. Cedic Run, located in downtown Grand Forks. On today's episode, I sit down with Shelby Frank to catch up on her stellar season that she's having. Shelby, who graduated from Red River High School and competes for the University of Minnesota, recently finished sixth at the NCAA Championships in the discus. She was the Big Ten runner-up in the disc, where she improved the school record that she had already set previously this season, and she's going to be heading back to Eugene this weekend to compete in the U.S. Championships. Shelby won several national titles in high school at the junior level, but this is going to be her first senior championships where she'll be competing with Olympians and American record holders and a lot of studs. So we're very excited to see her compete there. She is not the only North Dakota native competing this weekend, however. Alex Talley of West Fargo will be throwing the hammer. Carrie Wolf of Harvey is going to be throwing the javelin. Those two studs have been at the NCAA championships as well a couple weekends ago, and they'll be back in Eugene competing for the U.S. championships. At the same time as the senior championship meet where these individuals will be competing, the U-20 championships are going on in Eugene at Hayward Field at the exact same time. So North Dakota has two representatives at the junior meet. Thompson Sam Roller is going to be throwing the javelin, and Hillsborough's Caden Pastian will be competing in both the shot put and the discus. So from the Prairie Track and Field Podcast to you guys, we wish you the best of luck and go get it this weekend. As always, we want to take a moment to just say thank you for listening. A lot goes into making an episode, so we really appreciate when these are so well received by you guys. Every listen means a whole lot to us, and we've been loving all the interactions we've had on social media. If you don't follow us yet, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook so you can be up to date on all things North Dakota track and field, like how these athletes are competing this weekend. We've got some projects in the works, so we're looking forward to getting uh, all that to you guys. But enough about us. Let's dive into the newest episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Enerson, and today we are here with the newly minted All-American, first team All-American, that is, Shelby Frank. Shelby went to Red River in Grand Forks, where she was a six-time state champion, four times in the discus, twice in the shot put, and has just been on a tear this spring at the University of Minnesota. Like I said, she's recently off her first team All-American honor in the discus. She's on her way to the U.S. Championships here. 
this upcoming weekend in Eugene, Oregon. And Shelby, we are just super excited to have you on the show. So welcome. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I were just talking about how long this track season has been for you because you are like in such a great position as a collegiate. You've gotten to go to NCAA championships. Your season gets extended even a few more weeks to go to USA's. Like, does it, has it felt really long? Um, I would say in the middle of outdoor, it, it, it seemed really long just because of indoor connecting right on to outdoor, but I love it so much that the weeks have just flown by. It doesn't seem like we're in June right now. It kind of seems like it's still like May at this point, but the time is flying by and that's how I know that I love what I do. And so that's super exciting. Yeah. Now, are you taking summer classes at all? I'm not. So it's, it's been pretty much just training. And then after, after training, I'll take a little bit of a break. Then I'll start working and um, starting my summer training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like right now, these last couple of weeks, you've just been pretty much a professional athlete. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been kind of exciting because that's hopefully the goal in a few years, as long as I stay healthy and kind of continue to progress. Uh, that is the goal. And so it's kind of fun to kind of see what it's like uh, to be in that position. And so <laughs> I kind of love it. But I also feel like I sometimes have too much free time on my hands. And so I definitely need to find um something else to like balance my time out like a job or something like that yeah it is kind of crazy you talk about some of the different I know like distance running I feel like they do the best job of kind of showing the day-to-day sometimes and it's some of them can't stand doing nothing and have part-time jobs or work somewhere and the other ones they they take a nap and then they go train take a nap go train a second time take a nap rehab eat some dinner go to bed it's just like feel like you can really make it however you want to almost yeah, it's super open. And then Peter's been super open with like scheduling and stuff, which has been super, super nice. Yeah. So tell us about a couple weeks ago, because it was really awesome to follow along, seeing you qualify for the NCAA championships, and then to go out there and crush it and to take sixth place and to become a first team All-American. Just walk us through the series at the NCAA championships and how you you became an All-American, found your way on the podium. Um. It's an honor every every time that you're in Hayward. It's just an honor to be there, an honor to look at the stadium and be in that stadium and be able to compete in that stadium even more. And so I take nothing for granted. And it was an amazing opportunity. And uh, I put a ton of work in like the off season. And during the season, I've been working really, really hard. And obviously, there's always those nerves going into the region meet for qualifying for nationals. But this year, I felt like I just needed to go out. My kind of my motto for this year was just go out and do what I can do, and then things will go well. Things will go the way they need to go, and I would say that it's worked pretty well this season, which is just pretty nice. Um, and then once I was at the meet, I kind of calmed down a little bit, like nerve wise, because I was qualified. I was there, um, and I knew I was in a position to do really, really well. Um, and so I. <laughs> I, I, when I walked in there, I kind of just took a look around the stadium because I, even though I was there the year before, it's just, it's like a breathless moment and it's super awesome to just be there and be in that atmosphere. And so during my throws, I just, I wanted to, to execute every single throw in the best way possible and be able to um, do what Peter and I have been working on in practice and be able to do that, even though it was raining. Uh, the rain, obviously, was kind of a bummer, but that's all right, just because 
um, everyone has the same conditions. And so it doesn't really matter uh, what you have because everyone's dealing with the same exact thing. So the ring was wet, but uh, I still managed to get a few decent throws out. And I was, I was super nervous right before finals uh, if I was going to make finals because I was an eighth at that, at that part. But it was, it was super good to make it. And then um, in finals, I kind of relaxed a little bit and then I was able to, to push through on my last one and have a good throw. Yeah. And, you know, your best one was your last one, 54-87, like really great throw. One thing that stood out to me when I was looking at the results is you were the only freshman that ended up placing. It looked like there was a couple of freshmen that maybe no mark that fouled all their throws, but like you go through the results at seniors and juniors and it, you've got still the freshman tag next to your name, which is also kind of weird because you've been at the U of M now for a couple of seasons already, but because of COVID and everything else. But just tell me a little bit about what it was like to compete with some of those athletes. Like, are these girls that you like maybe not necessarily looked up to, but like you followed their careers for a while and all of a sudden you find yourself rubbing elbows with them? What was that like? Yeah, so I have been following um, quite a few of them for a few years because uh, a few years ago, like four years ago, I think I was at the under 20 meet and quite a few of them were there because I was a pretty young qualifier at that point as well. And so ever since then, I've kind of, I've known their names, I've known who they are. And so it was super fun to be with them too. And kind of, uh, I feel like a lot of the girls like to hype each other up and um, we all kind of know each other. And so it's a really good environment there. And we were uh, taking pictures together on the podium and stuff. And so it's super fun to like be around them. And I'm kind of sad that a lot of them are moving on and graduating, but it's going to be fun to uh, see who kind of comes up next. Definitely. Now. What going into the meet was all American being first team taking top six? Was that the goal? Like, was that what was on your radar, or what were your aspirations going into the meet? Um, well, Peter always says that I kind of lowball myself a little bit, but my first goal was to make finals, and then everything from there was kind of just uh, it's gonna go how it goes. And obviously, I wanted to be a first on the first team all American team, but uh. <laughs> But I kind of always tell myself, uh, I set my goals a little bit lower, even though I should set them higher. Um, that was definitely a goal in the back of my head, but I didn't verbalize that to anyone. I kind of just said, I want to make finals. Then it's, it's going to be good if I make finals. So last year you were a second team All-American. You obviously ascend much higher places this season. When you left the meet last year, what was going through your head? Like, was there something you said when you left the meet last year that's fueled you over the course of these past 12 months or like just describe maybe even a little bit like how you've grown like from last NCAA championships to this one? So um, coming out of my senior year of 2020, I didn't have my senior year uh, track season. And so it was kind of hard to be confident in myself and be confident in my throws my freshman year of college, just because I hadn't, I didn't have a season before that. I didn't really know what I was supposed to throw, what I was going to throw after um, kind of getting more into weight training and things like that. And so that year I had no idea what I was going to throw. Um, I wasn't really confident. I wasn't supposed to make the national meet last year. And then I ended up making it. And so last year I was kind of just like in awe that I was even there and kind of really surprised. Um, this year I was, I was more ready to make it. And I knew that I had uh, more capability to make it. Um, but I feel like once I left the national meet in 2021, 
after my freshman year and I was second team All-American, I was like, I belong here and I belong with these girls. Um, even though sometimes like I didn't believe in myself because of missing a whole entire season, that doesn't really matter because I put in the work now and like the time is now. And so I knew that I belonged there with those girls. Yeah. And that's so cool just to see you in one year make that jump. And like I said, you're still so young compared to the rest of the field. You see the leaps and bounds in the confidence and, you know, just you can keep progressing and like where you're going to be in a couple of years from now. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm super excited to just kind of get back to work this summer and uh, get a ton of reps in and then see what happens next year. Yeah. Now you touched on high school just a little bit. You said that you lost your senior season to COVID. And I remember my brother Bryce was the same age as you at Red River. And like just the emotion that goes into losing a season. Um, we can touch on that in a moment, but you had such a dominant high school career. You won four consecutive state titles in the discus from your eighth grade year up to your junior year. You won a couple back-to-back titles in the shot put. Did you, like what, when you won that first title as an eighth grader, did you think that this was something that you would go all in on, that you would become a first-team All-American? Or when did you realize this is something I can be really good at and I want to be really good at this? My high school coach, Lee Baker, always believed in me. Um, and he always told me, you're going to be one of the greats. He always said that. And uh, it was it was kind of weird because I feel like right away, I, I fell in love with discus. Not so much shot put, shot put, and I have a love-hate relationship. But <laughs> uh, I fell in love with disc right away. And so um, I, my, my coach actually knew Peter, uh, the coach here. Uh, when I was in eighth grade. And so they were having conversations when I was in eighth grade about recruiting, uh, oddly enough. And so I feel like in that moment, he was the first coach that reached out in that moment. I kind of knew that, uh, like how I progressed over like the two years that I've been throwing at that point that I knew that I was going to be able to kind of take that step forward. And so definitely my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I, um, kind of looked more into it uh more coaches reached out and so it was a super fun process um and I feel it but I feel like I knew pretty young that it was going to be a a bigger step I never knew how far it was going to go or anything uh with for like the first team all-american and stuff like that but it's super exciting that it did go that far and it has it's still progressing to this day yeah and it's still going like your career is it's not like past tense like it's like very much present tense so tell us a little bit about coach Baker he's kind of a quiet figure you know you guys at Red River and Central and Grand Forks practice away from the rest of the team that shot put and the throwing rings are way over on the other side of the track. For those that don't know Coach Baker, what's he like? He is, he's super quiet, super calm and relaxed. And it's, it's good to have that because he'll believe in you when you don't necessarily believe in yourself. And, but he'll also motivate you and push you to get better and take the next step. Um, I, I don't know. He's, he's like my track dad. Um, <laughs> he's always been there for me. He's still there for me. He's always texting me and like wishing me good luck and congrats and everything. Um, he's just the sweetest, <laughs> the sweetest man you'll ever meet. Um, and I'm very, very lucky to have uh, him work with me for that many years. And he would even do like one-on-one sessions with me in high school. Um, and he'll sacrifice his own time for 
his athletes. And I think that is, that just shows a lot about who he is and how much he cares. Mm -hmm. Now, is he someone that you've kept in touch with like throughout your first two years at Minnesota? Yeah, no, for sure. When I go home, sometimes we go, we we go out and we get coffee. um, And he'll, he'll always send me like little good luck texts and, um, in high school, he always used to tell me that there's more there, there's more there. And so um, he's always kind of had a really good sense to where I am and like my peaking levels. And so sometimes he'll even shoot a text like that and be like, there's more there, like you're gonna be capable of more. And so it's super nice to see that he's followed along. And also um, Matt Fisher, my shot put coach in high school, he's also followed along in his family. And so I'm very, very thankful for all of them. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. So we obviously see the results. We see, you know, the All-American status. We see your PRs. We see you set the school record in the discus this season with a mammoth throw, 58.85 meters or 193 feet. Like, we see the end product. But what goes into this? Like, describe maybe, like, some of the work you've done, like, what's been different from high school to college or even, like, just day to day. Like, what does a typical day look like? What has made Shelby Frank sixth place finisher at the NCAAs and a U.S. champs qualifier? Um, wow. So in high school, I, you went to Red River. I don't know if you experienced this as well, but for throwing, I just feel like the weight training wasn't always the best. And so I feel like I wasn't um, lifting or doing the right lifts in order to uh, fully like reach my potential. And so when I came to Minnesota, that was the one thing that, I really, really wanted to work on because I knew if I got stronger, I knew strength goes into moves, technique goes into moves. And so if I could work both those things, then I was going to get better. Um, and so all of my freshman fall, that was kind of when COVID was going on. So the training was kind of kind of back and forth with quarantines and little things like that. But it was kind of my first real like six month time period of real lifting and real working out. And uh, I knew that I wanted to put in the work because in high school, I got a lot of reps. I got a lot of different things and I did lift, but not as much as I should be. And so when I came here, that was my goal, get stronger, get better in the weight room. And so I definitely did that. And then all last season happened. And then last summer, I would say would be like my turning point. Um, We had summer training here. Uh, My weight coach was here. We did lifting four days a week and then we'd have uh like different circuits after like sleds and stuff like that and I it was at like 6 a.m every morning I just think that was like my motivation to get better uh every day I'd go there and I was like I'm gonna get something out of this workout and then I'm gonna go to work all day and then I'm gonna go throws after that and I'm just gonna stay busy and I'm gonna work my butt off for this because I don't want anything more than this and to be successful and so I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard for it and then I've kind of just proceeded to do that throughout everything throughout like every single day nice yeah and so then maybe just describe the day today a little bit and obviously like this summer is a lot different you don't have class but maybe throw it back a few weeks to spring semester like the day in the day in the life like they always call it what does yours look like um so in the spring I'm a little bit I'm not as busy as I am in the fall just because we're traveling but um on a typical day like my uh I think it's my Tuesdays 
I had practice uh, in the morning, or maybe it was Wednesdays. I'm not, I'm, I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, I had practice, and then I'd go to class for a little bit, and then I'd have lifting. And then uh, during part of indoor, like in January, kind of when we're coming back from Christmas break, we do like two days before school starts. Sometimes that is just insane. But it comes to a point where it's like class, practice, lifting, and then massage. Uh, kind of well that's that's a benefit but it's it does take up part, part of the day and then um, sometimes there's tutoring mixed up in there and then finding times to eat within all of those windows and then I was actually doing sprinting workouts in the fall and so I'd have practice lift and a sprinting workout kind of all in one day and it was kind of a lot but uh, sprint mechanics were really important for me to get better at this year and then continuing on to next year um and so by the end of the day I'm like what even happened today like it went by so fast I don't really remember what happened but <laughs> I know I got a lot out of it and then I would just fall asleep for like nine hours <laughs> so for the listener that maybe isn't familiar with the throws as much as some of the other events like sprint workouts probably sounds so foreign for a thrower kind of talk us behind what goes into that and like the rationale for you doing a sprint workout and how that's going to help you in the district. Yeah, so I was working one-on-one with one of our uh, sprint coaches here, and so kind of the mechanic, like, out of the back in the discus is to, like, sprint off of your left leg, and it just helps um, the move go a little bit faster, helps um, also your posture throughout the whole entire throw, and so with me, I am super, super long, not, not too fast, not fast, really, um, but, uh, it was definitely important to work on like jumping out of the back and, uh, just being faster throughout my whole move, because that was going to reach me to the next level. And then also helping my posture in running can correlate to throwing and, um, keeping like kind of like the chest up and not like crashing back with my hips. I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, but every kind of everything goes into it. And it was important for me to kind of just learn the mechanics of running too. Uh, just cause like the basics I feel like are what build a strong foundation. And so basics of running basics, basis of discus throwing, they, I feel like they go very, very well together. Yeah, for sure. And like I throw discus in the decathlon. Now it's not nearly as pretty as what yours looks like, but yeah, I think it is amazing like is very underestimated by most people just how technical the throwing events are like oh shop you just grab this heavy ball and you throw it out as far as you can and discus you're spinning but until somebody picks up a disc and tries to go on the ring it's like how hard can that be but yeah it's amazing and we talked about this a few episodes ago but just how athletic you guys are and we talked about how we would have teammates at NDSU all the time. Like Alex Talley could take most guys on like in a 10 meter sprint, like from the blocks, like he can hang with them and eventually they drop them. But like, it's incredible how good of athletes you guys are. And I'm sure you have a lot of teammates that can do, and probably yourself included, that can do some like pretty freakish athletic things. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely like an under an underestimated thing about throwers because we're usually we're usually a little bit bigger not everyone like Valerie Allman she's just shredded but um yeah most of us I feel like some people 
think that it's not a lot of work or that it doesn't like take much to do. But um, even coming here and just seeing all the throwers here, every single one of them works their butt off and it's for a reason. We all get in the weight room, we're all um, pushing weight. There's some, there's a guy who just squatted, squatted a 605 on my team. Um, wow. <laughs> we can push some weight. And so I feel like uh, it's super important to have all, uh, have, have people know that just because uh, it is uh, looked down upon sometimes. And I, I think it's, it's important uh, to know how much work that we put in for sure. Definitely. Now, speaking of Valerie Allman, like we'll do another segue here. You are going to the U.S. Championships this weekend to compete in the discus with some of the likes of Valerie Allman, uh, Rachel Dinkoff, who was another Olympian last year in the discus. Like, just tell us how special this is because you've been able to compete very well on the junior level. You won several junior Olympic titles. You won New, Bo- New Balance Nationals one year. But like, this is your first senior level competition, correct? Like you haven't competed at U.S. championships on the senior level. No. So tell us a little bit about this weekend. Like how excited are you? Are you nervous? Like what will your week look like? Because today is Monday. What's your week going to look like heading into the championships? So um, I'm willing to bet Peter's going to listen to this. And so when he does, this is going to be funny. Uh, I was freaking out at nationals because Valerie was there. (laughs) <laughs> watching, and I I've never met her and it was like my dream to meet her and Peter was like okay we'll meet her like before the end of the week at nationals like don't worry and then I was at breakfast with my parents and she was there um just at the breakfast place at the original pancake house in Eugene mm-hmm. and so I met her there and I was just in awe I was she's literally my idol and so it's super awesome to to kind of be there and it kind of shows that I've put in the work and like, once again, just like nationals, this is kind of like uh, my freshman year nationals, just at a, at a bigger level where um, like I'm there, I qualified for it. I belong there. Um, And so it's, it's super cool to know that there's these high elite athletes there. And then I'm also there in the same competition as them. And uh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm super excited. Um, and Rachel, Rachel Dinkoff just threw like 65 meters, I think, or 64. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be, it's going to be super, super cool to see her throw as well. I, I've actually never seen Valerie throw in person or Rachel throw in person. And so it's going to be super cool to like see like a 68 meter throw. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, I've seen a 67, but I've never seen a 68. So it's going to be, it's going to be super exciting and super fun. Yeah. So on the topic of this, how do you handle pressure and nerves? because obviously you've competed at some big meets, but you've done so well at big meets and really this isn't going to be any different. Like it'll be a different competition, but you're ranked in the top eight going into the meet. Like you very much deserve to be there. Like you said, you've put in the work. So how are you going to handle that pressure of competing at the U.S. championships? Um, I feel like it's just a matter of not being like starstruck about who's there. Like, as you said, it's just another meet. I just need to go out and do what I can. It's been my motto the whole season. Uh, just go do what I can and things are going to go well. Um, I think that I just kind of need to, uh, relax and just, just think it is just another meet. And, but I, I do love competition. I love being, I love being pressured. I love when someone's chasing on my tail or like someone throws a little bit more than me. Cause it definitely motivates me to, to kick some things in gear. 
Definitely. Definitely. I've told this story before, but I went to U.S. Juniors when I was a freshman at NDSU and I was so starstruck and I competed so bad. And I look back on that and I'm like, what the heck were you doing? Like, and one of my former teammates, Maddie Van Beek, who's the, one of the coaches at Concordia, like we've talked about this several times and just recently, a couple of weeks ago, where I was just like so bright eyed and she remembers talking to me because she was running the steeple there. And I was like, just taking everything in. I was like, oh my gosh, like Trey Hardy's over there and those good guys, those professional athletes. And yeah, like I wish I could have a do over, but <laughs> yeah, you definitely belong. And like, you have no reason to be starstruck. Like you said, you have proved that you're one of the best. And you belong with this really talented field because you're very talented yourself. So it's going to be awesome to watch you compete. And what day do you actually throw this week? Friday. Friday. So oh. when are you heading out to Eugene? We head out tomorrow around four. And so I'll kind of just relax for this week, take some practice throws, and then be ready to go on Friday. Mm-hmm. Now, have you been at like a U.S. championships meet or an Olympic trials before at the senior level ever to watch? No, I've never, never watched, never whatever. And so when there's people walking past me, like Joe Kovacs and uh, and Ryan Krauser, I'm going to be like, this is insane. But um, I'm, I'm glad I got to meet Valerie. And then once I meet the other girls, I'm sure like I'll calm down a little bit because once you meet them, it's better. But I think I was super starstruck at Valerie at first just because I've I'd never met her and I've been idolizing her for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Now you get done competing on Friday. Will you get to stay on Saturday and fly back Sunday? Or are you guys leaving right away? Or what does your travel home look like? We leave at four on Saturday. And so I don't think I'll be able to, we might go to the track, but I'm not quite sure what the exact plan is yet. Okay. Well, hopefully you do. Um, so you said you've been to the original Waffle House. Let's see. Other Eugene landmarks. Have you been to Tracktown Pizza before? I have not. Okay. That's got to be on the list. Do you okay. like ice cream? Yes. Okay. Prince Puckler's ice cream. If you've never been there, it's like a couple blocks from the track. So okay. add those two. I, I think I saw it last time I was there. Yeah. It's like a landmark. Like President Obama ate ice cream there one time. So oh, wow. it's, a, it's a big deal. Okay. So yeah, Shelby, we are super excited for you. We are really thrilled. First of all, to have you on the podcast. Like we said, we've wanted to have you on for a really long time. And we're really happy that we were finally able to do it. And so great to see a North Dakota native competing at the U.S. Championships. We are super pumped for you, and we wish you the best of luck. Alrighty, thank you so much for having me. It was so it was super fun.